Right, so the next section that we have over here is hitachrut, which is uh, Hebrew for competition. So the parameters of uh, competition in, uh, in business. And we say, So somebody is pursuing an item to either buy it, to purchase it, or to rent it. It doesn't make a difference whether the object in question is real estate or whether it's a movable object. And then somebody else steps in, somebody else interferes and purchases or rents it for himself. Nikre Russia, that person who goes ahead and interferes, so that person is considered a Russia. We'll have this, you'll keep this in mind about 50 days from now. It's a Gemara in, the, in Kedushin, so you remember that it's going to be uh, coming up. And, and the same thing is true in the event that one is pursuing a job position and one is negotiating terms, whatever it is, to be hired, and somebody else steps in, interferes, and gets hired in your place. And in the event that the person went ahead and violated that and stepped in and bought it or rented it or got himself hired as an employee instead, even though it's not possible to go ahead and force the person to give you the item that you were pursuing in based in, nonetheless, there's a mitzvah to go ahead and uh, when you realize that you made a mistake and you weren't supposed to interfere, it is a mitzvah to go ahead and give it to the person who was pursuing it in the, uh, in the first place. So, so here it's when the, uh, the, the, the Isser applies, um, when the two parties, had nobody interfered, they would have completed the deal between themselves. And then by you stepping in, so that causes a disruption of that. In the context of an auction, so there's no deal until the two parties finally agree on whatever that, uh, that price is. Everybody understands that that's the nature of an, of, of an auction, as opposed to other types of things. If I'm, if I'm about to sell you my car... And I say, okay, yes, uh, it'll be $5,000. You'll bring me $5,000. I'll give you the car. I'll give you $5,500. And then, well, and then, and then they say, do you have the money? You say, no, I'll bring it to you in the morning. So I say, great, I'll, you'll bring me the $5,000 in the morning. I'll give you the keys, done deal. And then on your way out of shul, you mentioned to Jonathan, oh, I just agreed to buy the rabbi's car for $5,000. And then he comes up to me and he says, you know what, I'll give you $5,500. 5, so that would then interrupt, that would be disruptive, because absent his interference, you and I would have, were, were about to complete the deal. In an auction, so that's not... Uh, so this is after the agreement has been made? After, it's, it, it, it's not that they've already reached that, it's, similar, it's very close to that, but that without the interference, it would have gone through. Everybody was certain that the, the deal was going to go through, as opposed to an auction, everybody knows that somebody could bid up until... Yeah. So the, the case that the Gemara discusses is where the person who interfered did not know. He was unaware of the fact that somebody else was trying to negotiate for the land. How does he know that he's interfering? He didn't know. So then the question was, should he go ahead and return it? So is it, when we get there in the Gemara, so he didn't want to go ahead, since this was the first piece of real estate which he bought, it was considered to be bad mazel to go ahead and sell it. So he didn't want to give it up. The other person didn't want to take it as a matana. So it ended up that neither of the two parties who had been involved ended up using the land at all. It was just set aside for, uh, for you know, a playground. or Mitzkarya Arya Durabad, it was called the, uh, the rabbi's land. So it was just hefker land for anybody to use because nobody wanted, nobody wanted to, uh, to use it. Okay, so this is, so and he quotes over here in the, uh, in the bottom, he quotes from the Maral, an interesting idea that when it comes to, he says, That Kosh didn't create a circumstance where two people are going to get parnasa 
financial support from the same thing. Each person is going to have their own parnasa, and that's why the person who interferes with somebody else's parnasa, that's why they called a rasha. It's a very strong language that Chazal used, and he says, that even two hairs don't grow out of the same spot on the, uh, on the skin. Each one has a unique place where it's going to uh, grow out of. As Gemara Baba Basu talks about, that he says, that I created many hairs on the body. And each one has its own place, its own hole where it grows out of. That they can't have two hairs drawing nourishment from the same place, because if they were to do so, so then that would cause blindness, whatever it is. And therefore, when a person goes ahead and says, I need to take his parnasa rather than just be satisfied with my own, so that's why it's encroaching on somebody else's thing, and it demonstrates a lack of, of bitachon in, in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's why such a person is called a, a, a rasha, and it's something which is, it's, uh, th- this type of thing is something which is, it's pretty serious, and sometimes it gets even worse than that. There are certain industries where it's common practice to pursue other people's employees, in pursuing other people's employees is uh, is uh, certainly going to be uh, problematic. Sometimes you have service providers who, uh, you know, have been for years have been providing a service for a particular company. Somebody comes along, wants to break into the business, says, "I'll do your credit card processing. I'll do your." Uh, tax returns, I'll do whatever it happens to be, when you begin to uh, step in between two people who had been doing business, so then that runs the risk of this ani mahapech b'charara of, uh, of interfering, and it's something which anytime the, uh, the, uh, the question arises, uh, one should uh, ask a shaila about whether it is permitted, because as he said, violating this means that one is called a Russia, and according to some postcode, it actually means that they announce in shul that so-and-so is a Russia. So something which is pretty serious, considered a pretty serious violation to publicly announce and publicly humiliate somebody by calling them a, uh, a Russia. Okay.